Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I am your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here once again virtually with our scorekeeper, Carter Zanke. How are you doing today, Carter? I'm just feeling grateful to be here, you know? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Let's meet this week's contestants. First, we have Garrett. Hello, I'm Garrett. I'm currently a computer science senior at James Madison University, and I'm drinking Earl Grey tea. Ah, oh, a fan favorite. Well, welcome, Garrett. And we also have Thea. Hi, I'm Thea. I uh, want to do a little intro. So I like sunset walks and chasing squirrels and sniffing butts. Oh, wait, that's my dog. I'm also well, drinking honey bush tea. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Thea. Uh, we're going to have four rounds today, um, each with a slightly different format of questions. And so without further ado, Carter will explain the rules for round one. Yes. So round one is our first general knowledge round and questions here are worth 10 points each. Uh, they are multiple choice. So feel free to just pick the answer that most speaks to you. Uh, Garrett, I almost said Carter. Garrett, you're up first. Are you ready? Oh, most definitely. Question one. Which of the following characters does not die in Into the Woods? A, Jack's mom, B, Cinderella's prince, or C, Rapunzel? That would be C, Rapunzel. No, she gets squashed by the ah, giant. Yeah. I felt so confident with that one. Yeah, it's Cinderella's prince who... Man, I was there for that one too. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah, I, I remember that distinctly. Well, okay. <laughs> Question two. Which of the following Pennsylvania rivers is one of Pittsburgh's three rivers? A, Ohio River, B, the Schuylkill River, or C, the Susquehanna River? Hmm. I feel like it's not Ohio, and Susquehanna is just such a great name, so I'm going to have to go with C again. Double down. Uh, no, unfortunately, it was A, the Ohio River. Um, yeah, the Schuylkill River is in Philadelphia, and the Susquehanna River goes right up the center of the state, basically, um, through Harrisburg. But the Ohio River is uh, formed by the confluence of the Allegheny River and the Monongahela River, which are the other two of the three rivers um, that meet in Pittsburgh. Question three. Manfred von Richthofen was better known by what nickname? A. The Flying Dutchman. B. Die Jägermeister or C, the Red Baron? Hmm. I just love the name Diego Meister. I've heard the Red Baron before, but I didn't think it was him. I'm going to go with Diego Meister, B. Uh, no, it was actually the Red Baron. Ah, should have <laughs> gone with my gut. The first two threw me off. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I, I can be tricky in that way. Um, the Flying Dutchman was a legendary ghost ship doomed to wander the seas forever and never reach port. Uh, Jägermeister is is a liqueur. Um that uh and not actually a person um and as far as i can tell um but the red baron uh was a world war one flying ace for germany until he was uh shot down and killed um on the anniversary uh let's see on on april 21st 1918 and april 21st is the date that this podcast is being released question four the only large-scale commercial tea plantation in the united states is located in which state a south carolina B, Texas, or C, California? I feel like this one has to be South Carolina. That it's is correct. not California. Ah. That, that, that's correct. Yes, it is South Carolina. It is the Charleston Tea Plantation, um, and it is co-owned by Bigelow. Mm. 
And finally, question five. What English rock band auditioned for Decca Records on January 1st, 1962, but were subsequently rejected by the label in favor of Brian Poole and the Tremolos? A. The Rolling Stones. B. The Who. Or C. The Beatles. Hmm. They were rejected by who? By Decca. By Decca. I'm going to go with B. The Who. No, it was the Beatles who were rejected ah, by Decca. Um, one person from Decca was reported to have said, quote, the Beatles have no future in show business. So, what a bold statement. Whoopsies. All righty, Thea, are you ready for your five questions? Yes. Question one. For which of the following movies did Tom Hanks win his first Oscar for Best Actor? A, Forrest Gump, B, Philadelphia, or C, Apollo 13? Forrest Gump. No, he won for Forrest Gump in 1995, but in 94, he won for Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia. Yeah, he did not win for Apollo 13, which which was a little bit later in the 90s, I think. But yeah, Philadelphia was his first. Uh, Question two. Which of the following states does not border Colorado? A, New Mexico, B, Texas, or C, Oklahoma? Texas. That's correct. I'm from Colorado, so that's... Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. (laughs) Happy accident. Question three. What NBA Hall of Famer appears on the league's logo? A, Jerry West, B, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, or C, Larry Bird? I'm going to go with Larry Bird. No, it was actually Jerry West. Um, it w- the logo was designed by Alan Siegel, a brand consultant, um, and he was inspired by a photo of Jerry West playing, and then he designed the NBA's logo in 1969. Um, but uh, Jerry West has said that he doesn't want to be on the logo, feeling that it has taken over his basketball legacy. Poor guy. Question four. Which type of tea is oxidized the longest? A green tea, B, oolong, or C, black tea? Oolong. No, it was black tea. Oolong is, yeah. Uh, Green usually isn't oxidized at all. Oolong is about 80% um, of the oxidization of black tea, and then black tea um, is pretty far oxidized. Yeah, and that's what gives it its strong uh, flavor. And question five. On April 20th, 1979, President Jimmy Carter was supposedly threatened while fishing in his hometown of Plains, Georgia, by a swimming what? A, cow, B, chicken, or C, rabbit? I'm going to go with rabbit just because that would be the most ridiculous threat. (laughs) Uh, It is ridiculous and it is correct. Um, (laughs) And uh, when word broke, it was politically damaging, not surprising. Um, and was sensationalized by the media uh, in the context of the relatively recent film, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which contains the scene with the killer rabbit of Carbonog. Uh, that's the end of round one. So Carter, can you please give us a score update? Well, I have a clarifying question. Garrett, did you get question two right about the rivers? I had a typo. I have to assume no. I think no, I, it he was didn't, Ohio. He didn't get it right. Something that it was, was not okay. Ohio. Yeah, so our score for this round is Thea with 20 and Garrett with 10. It's time for our weekly audience question. If you'll recall, last week our question was What U.S. president was nicknamed the Little Magician? And the answer is Martin Van Buren. He was the eighth president from 1837 to 1841. 
and according to americaslibrary.gov, he earned this nickname for his resourceful political skills and cunning ability to land on the winning side of political controversy. So there you go. And thank you to Bob from Tulsa for sending in that answer. And now this week's question is, in honor of Earth Day, which is April 22nd, the Environmental Protection Agency was founded during whose presidency? So, have a think, send in your answer, and I'll announce the correct answer next week. Alrighty, now it is time for round two. Carter, can you please explain the rules? Yes, so round two is now an open-ended answer round. Um, you'll get five questions on the same topic, and uh, questions here are worth 20 points each. If you get one wrong, your opponent can answer for half points or 10 points. All righty, Garrett, you are up first. Your topic is computer science. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Question one. How many possible shades of pure red, green, and blue are available in the standard RGB color space? 256. Correct. Question two. Which characters or numbers are typically placed before a hexadecimal to indicate the number is in base 16? Ah, they're going to rescind my degree. <laughs> it's either OX or just X. I think it's X. No, it's uh, OX. I stand by it. I think we can give that to you. Yeah, that's OX. Correct. Uh, question three. What is the best case time complexity of the sorting algorithm bubble sort? Uh, I'm going to go with in log n. Um, no, I don't think that's right. Right, Carter, that's not right. Uh, o of n squared. Because ah, you're Carter, you were each. supposed to give it. We're supposed to give it to Thea. I was just asking. Oh no! The, no the, I need to write a note. Okay. I think no. Thea deserves some points here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, fortunately, Thea wasn't going to note. So. Okay. <laughs> and Carter, see, you get on me for doing that, and now you do it, honestly. I know. So sorry. Question four. What is the name of the most popular command line-based text editor developed by the co-founder of Sun Microsystems in 1976, now included with many distributions of the Linux operating system? Gosh, the answer to this better be them. But it's possible it's nano. <laughs> uh, it, it is Vim. Yes. Good. <laughs> that is correct. Good, good. And finally, question five. Um, Christophides' algorithm estimates the solution to the famous computational challenge of finding the shortest round-trip path between a collection of nodes. In the absolute worst case, how much longer would Christophides' route be when compared to the actual shortest route? How much longer would it be when compared to the actual shortest route? I'm going to go with twice as long. No, Thea. There was, it was in, repeat the last part of the question. Um, in the absolute worst case, how much longer would Christophides' route be when compared to the actual shortest route? Uh, 10 times. Uh, no, it's 50% uh, longer than the actual shortest route, or three halves the length of the shortest route. Okay, ah, three halves. How did I do with those questions, Carter? It was great, except for me giving away the answer. Yeah, that was not so great. That was not so great. But we'll, we'll learn from our mistakes. 
uh, Carter wrote those questions because uh, computer science, not my topic. Not my topic. I knew there. <laughs> it was good, Carter. Yeah. All righty. Uh, Thea, your topic is the circus. Are you ready? Yes. Question one. What is the name for the tent-like structure used by traveling circuses? The name of it? Um, oh, geez, I said this is my topic, and now I can't remember what you mean by that. <laughs> don't overthink it. Um, no, yet, don't know. Okay. Garrett? Uh, is that the big top? It's the big top. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Don't overthink it. I was yeah. like, trying to, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, thinking about the shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I would have definitely overthought it too. It's uh, surprisingly simple. Question two: What is a funambulist? Uh, I should have said new circus. This, yeah. Um, F u n a m b u l i s t. Um, a type of clown. No, Garrett. I'm sorry. Can I get the word again? <laughs> funambulist. F u n a m b u l i s t. A funambulist. I'm going to go with someone who plays cymbals. Uh, no, it's a tightrope walker. Ah. Yeah. I'm sorry if I missed the mark a little bit on these. The, uh, yeah, I, I do, I do new circus stuff. So, so like aerials and the type of stuff. These, these are like old world circus, but I love it. It's good history. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought, you know, tightrope walker, that's pretty, that's aerialist adjacent, <laughs> yeah. right? So... I, I I also don't know much about the circus, so I did a lot of research uh, trying to come up with some good questions here. So anyway, uh, question three, what unit of measure expresses the thickness of individual threads or filaments in silks used by aerialists? Oh, I should know this. Um, it's, it's, a, it's like a three-letter abbreviation, MBL or something. I can't remember. No, that's not, I don't, I don't think that's right. Garrett? Do you know? I'm going to say a thimble. No, this is a denier or denier. Denier, yes, yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Question four. A member of what famous family of acrobats known for performing high wire acts without safety harnesses became the first aerialist to walk directly over Niagara Falls on June 15th, 2012, doing so live on ABC? A member of what family? That's so it's the yeah. family name? Yep, family name. Uh, it's a French family name, I think. Ah, I'm shaking out of this one too. This is hilarious. I love it. <laughs> Such a research. It's great. <laughs> you want to take a guess, Garrett? <laughs> yeah, okay. Garrett, do you know? Uh, my my knowledge of uh, aerialists is none. So I'm going to say the Graysons. Uh, no, close. Not really. Um, this is the, the, the Walenda family. It was Walenda? Nick Walenda. Um, the Walenda. Who... Uh, walked across <laughs> Niagara Falls on a tightrope. And I remember watching this on TV yeah. um, all, those, all those many years ago. And finally, question five. What showman served as mayor of Bridgeport, Connecticut after founding his namesake circus? Uh, Barnum. Correct, P.T. Barnum. Well, that's the end of round two. Carter, can you please that give us one. a score update? <laughs> Uh, we have Garrett with 70 points and Thea with 20 after that round, or they gain that many that round. And so now Garrett has 80 and Thea has 40. All righty. So now we're moving on to round three. Gar uh, 
Gosh, I'm going to mix you two up again. Carter, can you please explain the rules? Absolutely. Uh, round three is like round two, but now the questions are worth 30 points each. And in the same way, your opponent can answer for half points, so 15 this time. I swear I know the difference between the two of you. I promise I won't mix up your names again. Alrighty, Garrett. The audience listening, they do look pretty similar. Well, thank you. Score. Thank you for backing me up, Thea. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Garrett, are you ready? Yes. Okay, question one. What interstate highway, which traverses six states from the Canadian border to near Knoxville, Tennessee, runs for 325 miles in Virginia, much of which is along the Shenandoah Valley? I hope this is the only interstate highway I know. I-95. No. Ah. Thea, do you want to take a guess? To be fair, that was going to be my guess as well. <laughs> um, let's see. I Yeah, um, I'm going to go with 85. No, closer. Garrett, this is the one that goes through Harrisonburg. Oh, yes, yeah, that one. It's that That's one. It's right next to me. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the number is? Right. The, the one that we all know. <laughs> it's it's uh, Interstate 81. Yes, 81. That's a you Yeah, right. that was the, that's the one. Yes. That's the one. <laughs> So close. Um, question two. Surpassing Cats in 2014, what musical set in the jazz age is the second longest running show in Broadway history, only behind The Phantom of the Opera? Set in the jazz age. The second longest. It's the jazz age that's throwing me off. Uh, I'm going to go with Chicago. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> yes. The West End Revival became the longest-running American musical to be on the West End, um, in addition mm. to the Broadway production. And the 2002 film version won the Academy Award for Best Picture. Question three. In 1910, who became the first president to throw a ceremonial first pitch on opening day? Uh, Ronald Reagan. Was not president in 1910. Um, Thea, <laughs> do you want to take a guess? I'm going to guess Lincoln? No, no. 1910, uh, William Howard Taft was president. I knew it was going to sound more obscure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, the tradition has been followed by mo most presidents ever since. Um, and as I stated in our April 7th episode, President Lyndon Johnson set the record for the most hot dogs eaten by a president on opening day um, in 1964 with four hot dogs, according to ESPN, which is now one of my favorite fun facts of all time. Question four. Not very many hot dogs, actually. <laughs> no, it's it's really not. It's really not. And as I, I also stated on that episode, um, I can eat more than that. Yeah. But just saying. When you're president, Matthew. When, you're when I'm president. For that record. When I will pre when I'm president, I will eat five hot dogs. <laughs> at least, at least. At um, a minimum, smash. And you the can and you can quote me on that. Um, my opponents will use this, I'm sure, in their um, attack ads on me. But I will eat five. I promise you that. Question four. In a match at TI3, Puppy and Dendi of Navi famously utilized what cheese strategy where Pudge would forcefully drag a player to the opposing base, resulting in a near guaranteed kill? Oh my. They would they would hook and then teleport. I don't I don't know what that would call be called, but hooking. I I'll give it to you. Um, yeah, it's called the uh, fountain hook. This is uh, a okay. Dota question, that, um, in case those of you like me don't play Dota. Um, 
that I, I had my brother write specifically for you because I knew you played it before. So that's good. Um, yeah. And finally, question five. In addition to the United States, what other nation has a four corners point in which two provinces and two territories meet? I'm going to say Canada here. That's correct. Um, the Northwest Territories, Nunavut, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan all come together at a single point. Um, and it's, of course, in a very remote part of the Canadian wilderness. Uh, but there is a monument there. All righty, Thea, are you ready for your five questions? Ready. <laughs> Question one. What is the number of three separate interstate highways, one in Los Angeles, one in Portland, and one in Seattle, each of which is a major bypass auxiliary route of Interstate 5, though the California freeway is notorious for being the busiest and most congested freeway in the United States? 101? No. Oh. Ga Garrett? 102. No, it's the 405. Inter interstate 405. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, the 101 is more congested, but okay. yeah. Well, I I, th I think, well, that's that's quite possible. Yeah, <laughs> but the the 405, well, the 405 is bad. They're all bad. They're all bad. Yeah. Uh, question two: An incident in a bakery caused what massive disaster that destroyed much of England's capital, including the original St. Paul's Cathedral? Fire. Can you be more specific? Um, an oven fire. <laughs> no. Garrett? I'm going to go with a, a yeast explosion. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Uh, this is the Great Fire of London. Do I get some points for fire? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> other notable building casualties of the fire include the General Letter Office, um, a building where a large por portion of England's mail was, and Baynard Castle, the western counterpart of the Tower of London. Question three, what Academy, Emmy, and Tony-nominated actor served over two years in the Marine Corps before earning a BFA at Juilliard and appearing in Star Wars, Black Klansman, and Marriage Story? Um, 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 it's, it's Kylo Ren. Um, hang on, hang on. His name's going to come to me. <laughs> um, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yes, correct. <laughs> Question four. What U.S. president's birthplace and library is located in West Branch, Iowa, which chronicles the life of a man whose presidency was dominated by the stock market crash and the Great Depression? Oh, who is... You're going to come... I'm so bad at president history. <laughs> when you said that was one of your strengths, I was like, oh, God. Um, Lyndon Johnson? <laughs> no. Garrett? Howard Taft. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, no, it was, was not William Howard Taft. This is Herbert Hoover. Oh. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is located on Interstate 80 um, in Iowa, not far from Iowa City. And finally, question five. What river flows through Montreal and Quebec City in addition to providing part of the border between New York and Ontario? The Hudson? No. Garrett? Um, the Ontario River. No, this is the St. Lawrence River. Uh -huh. Well, that's the end of round three. Uh, Carter, can you please give us a score update? Uh, Garrett earned 90 points that round, and Thea earned 30. So our total score now is Garrett with 170 and Thea with 70. But the game is certainly not over. No, no, we, we got a lot of points in round four. 
So now it is time for round four. Carter, can you please explain the rules? Yes, round four is our showdown where each question is worth 40 points and there will be three of them. We're going to ask you to write down your answers and we will reveal them together. All righty, Garrett and Thea, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Ready. Here we go. Question one. What Wyoming Butte was designated by President Theodore Roosevelt on September 24th, 1906 as the United States' first national monument? Alrighty, do we have an answer? Maybe? A guess? Certainly Gail. an answer. Okay. Garrett, what is your answer? I wrote, what is a butte? <laughs> uh, Thea? Uh, I'm guessing Teton. That's close, but not correct. This is Devil's Tower. Oh, I do know that. <laughs> yeah. Grand Teton, though, is in Wyoming, so not too far up. Um, and I'm not sure what a technical definition of a butte is, Garrett, um, but... It's a flat top mountain. Oh, there you go. Oh. There you go. Huh. Cool. Yeah. Which the Tetons are fairly pointy, to be fair, so... Yeah. Run. <laughs> I, I think it's probably technically a mountain. Yes. Grand Teton. Yeah. But still in Wyoming. Question two. Honshu is the largest of the four main islands that make up what nation? Garrett, do we have an answer? I'm going to go with Jamaica. Thea? Japan. Japan. Oh, my. I was on the wrong side of the earth. <laughs> oh, no. It's a very Asian name. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah, Honshu um, is where most of the, uh, the major cities are and the overwhelming majority of the population. Uh, Tokyo is on there. Kyoto, uh, Osaka, the other cities like that. Um, the other four, the other three islands um, that are the main islands are Hokkaido, Kyushu, and Shikoku. And finally, question three, what educator who was a founder of the Tuskegee Institute became the first African-American to appear on a postage stamp in 1940? Do we have an answer? No. <laughs> you said he founded Tuskegee? Was that yeah, he was, one of the founder, he was one of the founders of the Tuskegee Institute. Mr. I can Tuskegee. picture the postage stamp if that's anything. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's half the battle. Um, I guarantee you've heard this person's name. Um, wait, wait. Um, Anybody want to hazard a guess? Um, I, I have heard this person's name. Yeah. Um, I know, I know what you're talking about. It's like on the ship my time, but go for it. <laughs> okay. Garrett, do you have a, do you have a guess? No. <laughs> okay. This is Booker T. Washington. Oh, uh, no, I was thinking of someone else. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the end of the game. So, Carter, what's the final score? Well, Thea earned 40 points that round to Garrett's zero. Uh, unfortunately, it was not enough. Uh, the total score is Garrett with 170 and Thea with 110. Hey, well, at least I broke 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like bowling, bowling scoring, you know, as long as you break I, 100, you're good, right? But, oh, yeah. yeah, totally. I'm very proud of myself when I bring 100 bowling. But I feel like that um, that lady on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, that is, she's hilarious, but she always gets every answer wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all about having fun here, having fun and yeah. drinking tea with friends. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did today. Uh, so, Garrett, uh, congratulations. You've won. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to say? Thanks, guys, for having me on. I'm honored to be named the champion of trivia over tea. My only regret is missing the interstate question.
Ah, uh, yes. Well, I will hold that over your head for the rest of your life. Um, but thank you for being on the show today, and thank you, Thea, um, for also being on. And thank you, Carter Zenke, uh, for being our scorekeeper, and Mason Cook for composing the music and contributing some questions. And thank you, Carter, for also contributing questions. Uh, and thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. And check out our website, triviaovertea.podbean.com. Like us on the Facebook and follow us on Instagram at Trivia Over Tea. And feel free to message us there if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. And tune in next week when we'll have two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions. Thank you. We'll see you next week.